Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 6th of May. Thank God it's Friday and what a Friday it's going to be for our markets. And let's get to the numbers after the disclaimer. As usual, it is always general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this presentation. And if you need to, you can always pause the slides here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, you can head on over to the World Wide Web, marcustoday.com.au and read the disclaimer there and read all our other goodies and see the stuff that is available there. All right, well, let's not uh, beat about the bush. Last night was a bit of a horror show. Complete and utter rethink on the previous night when we were up 900 points odd. Last night, we were down 1,063 points for the Dow Jones. 1,063 points, 3.12% for the Dow. A complete and utter rethink after Powell talked about that 75 basis point rise being off the cards. The market had a bit of a complete about face on that. And now they're pricing in the chance that he is talking out of his hat and that really 75 basis points is on the cards. But let's face it, it doesn't matter whether it's 50 or 75. The trajectory and the end point are the same. And uh, if you're looking at US 30-year fixed-rate mortgages, uh, they're above uh, 6%, or close to 6% at the moment. So things very much getting out of hand in terms of interest rates in the US uh, Dow, as I say, falling 3.12%. NASDAQ, down nearly 5%, 4.99%, 647 points to 12,318. That is a mighty big fall. The S&P 500 in the middle for diddle, as usual, down 3.56%, 153 points to 41.47. And the VIX index, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water, proving that you have to buy straw hats in winter and you have to buy hedges to this huge volatility when that hedge gets cheaper, uh, was up six points to 31, 22.74% on uh, the VIX index at the moment. So certainly uh, a big, big uh, rise there last night in the VIX. In commodities, we had Brent crude up 0.69%. 76 cents to $110.90. This comes on the back of the OPEC Plus meeting, but basically nothing was changed. We had WTI up 0.42%, 45 cents to $108.26. The gold price up $6.90, a little bit of uh, safe haven buying of the gold, up 0.37%, not a huge amount of safe haven buying, I must admit, 1875.70. And the iron ore price doing better as China came back online after a big five-day holiday, up nearly 1.7% or $2.40 to $145.20. In other commodities, this is certainly nowhere near as bad as equities and nowhere near as bad as technology stocks in the US. So there is some solace for our market, which probably explains why we're only down 113 points or 1.54%. Given that we rose 60 points yesterday, Uh, There's an awful lot of fuss and noise uh, about the market at the moment. Up 61 day, down probably 110 the following day. But uh, the 
trajectory of our market still remains down and drifty, although somewhat of a roller coaster drift more than just a drift. Uh, so we had commodities, copper down 1.1%, nickel down 2.1%, aluminium down 2.04%, zinc down 2.2%, lead down 0.3%, ton down 0.3%. And as a result, we did see some uh, some big moves in mining stocks overnight. BHP and ADR terms was down 5%. Rio down nearly 4%, given iron ore was up. That seems a little excessive, but obviously using BHP as a proxy for selling our market, given that it is around 11% of the index. We saw Freeport down 4%, Alcoa down 6.6%, so that kind of bears out the BHP down story. But Tech was up 6.8%, Anglo was up 0.4%, Glencore was up 0.4%, Vale following BHP and Rio down, down 3.5%, but Arbomile in the in the lithium space had a monster of a night, up nearly another 10%, 9.76% there. So it's going to be interesting times for our market. You can see here the Dow, or rather the S&P, uh, just a collapse. It did try and find a level and poked its head above its lows, but pretty unconvincing, I must say. And of course, tonight in the US, we have a big, big, big jobs number. A non-farm payrolls number, so it's just going to make life even more volatile to some extent. And uh, 391,000 jobs being added is the number that the consensus is going for. Headline rate of 3.5% unemployment, which is back to pre-COVID levels. So looking at that, which is looking in the rearview mirror to some extent, uh, the US economy is still going gangbusters, uh, but rates going much, much higher, inflation going higher and the Fed having to be more aggressive, certainly upsetting their valuations, and the Apple cart big time in the U.S. market at the moment. Uh, U.S. stocks, let's just run through a few of the biggies, just to give you uh, a little bit of uh, an insight into what was going on. Apple was down 5.6%, Meta down 6.8%, Google down 4.7%, Tesla fell 8.3%, Netflix down 7.7%, not really a surprise, there's nothing on Netflix anymore. Uh, JP Morgan down 2.5, Citigroup down 1.8, Goldman down 3.4, Block was down 10.5%. But never fear, Block came out with their results after hours and was up around 9%. So uh, no move there for Block. The Block didn't actually move. So interesting uh, signs there. Maybe uh, a little bit of uh, recovery coming through. Certainly Dow Futures are showing at least some stability, were very, very, very much unchanged when I last saw them. I think our futures were up around two points, so uh, nothing shaking there. In the headlines last night, of course, uh, it's a $1.3 trillion stock sell-off. We only ever talk about uh, stock sell-offs and put numbers to them, $1.3 trillion. We never say that yesterday was a $1 trillion buy-off or buy-up. But uh, $1.3 trillion wiped off the market last night. Software stocks taking the harshest blows in a brutal tech sell-off. Software stocks are trading at about twice the PEs of the Dow, or the uh, the S&P 500 at least. So that is uh, certainly some room for valuation compression on the PE front there. Bank of England raises UK rates to the 13-year high of 1%. Quite astonishing, isn't it, that that's a 13-year high, 1%. And some now seeing the latest Fed moves as less hawkish 
than expected. Detecting dovish undertones to Powell's pledges, and well, it certainly didn't help the market last night, down a thousand points. And the PBOC, the People's Bank of China, has pledged monetary support to ensure ample liquidity and help businesses. This, of course, is coming with the COVID zero tolerance policy, which they currently have, which is certainly helping um, China slow down quite dramatically at the moment. And Chinese state media reports Beijing may soon reveal more policy support measures. More concrete, more steel, more infrastructure building, no doubt. OPEC unlikely to increase monthly output, easing after technical committee raised surplus estimates. Yep. Um, OPEC can't even make the uh, supply uh, increases that they have promised at the moment. That is a very underwhelming response from OPEC. Uh, American consumers resuming pre-pandemic habits, boosting companies at leverage to reopening. Driving into the city last night for a uh, school event uh, where I was on the panel, uh, the traffic was unbelievable in Sydney. It was way back to where it was pre-COVID, so life has very much returned to normal traffic-wise. Good for Transurban. Kaixing PMI in China confirms Chinese services activity sank to its lowest in two years, hit by COVID lockdowns, and German factory orders sharply lower as Ukraine war weighs on manufacturers. Let's face it. There is very little good news out there. If you're a bull, uh, there is only bad news at the moment. Maybe we're going to get to peak bad news at some stage. What to expect from our market today? Well, of course, we've got 113 points off the spy, so it's going to be ugly, and it's also going to be cautious. I would imagine that no one's going to be too brave and wade into the market with their buying boots on today, given that we have non-farm payrolls in the U.S. tonight. And that could give us another bout of volatility. It's just as likely that we'll see a thousand point rally tonight as we would see a thousand point fall. So it has become a bit of a coin toss at the moment. And I suspect some of the rationale has got out the window as market players in the US jump around and jump around. Anyway, back to more interesting things for our market at least. And let's look insular into our market. Macquarie Group full year profit rose 56% to 4.6 billion. Uh, final uh, and this for the second half rose 31% to 2.7 billion year on year. Final dividend of $3.50 a share was declared. Cautious stance though going ahead from Shamara uh, and no guidance given Macquarie's not always prone to giving guidance anyway. So that's not unusual. We do get that non-farm payrolls number tonight, so if you want to stay up and watch it on Bloomberg or wherever you want to watch it, CNBC, 391,000 jobs is the number you should be looking for. Uh, If it was more than that, if it was, say, 500,000, who knows what that would do, but it certainly would show the U.S. economy continues to uh, gather pace. 3.5% headline. That's back to pre-COVID-19 levels. The yield on the 30-year bond rose 17 basis points to above 3.2%. It's highest level since since December 2018. We did see, I'm just looking now for US 10s, uh, 3.035 they were closing at, but certainly uh, some big moves again last night. Bitcoin as well, big move last night for that one. Fell at one stage 11% to 35,611 closing. Well, it doesn't actually close ever. Currently around 36,420 with no 
No real hedge there in Bitcoin Ether as well, slumping as much as 8.7%. Those numbers for some of those stocks, though, for Tesla, 8.3% down. Apple, 5.6%. Amazon, 76 ANZ yesterday quietly raised around $4 billion in three-year fixed bond deal with a yield of around 4.053%, which was above expectations. In Europe, we saw um, modest falls for the market. They didn't actually see the big US cascading falls that we saw yesterday. So uh, they will have all that to play for as we head into the European session towards our close this afternoon. Stocks 50 was only down 0.8%. FTSE was actually up 0.1%. CAC down 04 and DAX down 0.5%. As the US, uh, as rather the UK, raised those interest rates, they're now facing double-digit inflation and a shrinking economy. And finally, the ACCC may have some issues with the Alliance Aviation takeover from Qantas. All right, well, question of the day today is a pretty um, easy question, but has some interesting implications. Is the current volatility calling market integrity into question with all these rises and falls thousand point a day on the u.s market uh, one day up one day down is this causing you to uh, mirror i guess and uh, believe that warren buffett was absolutely spot on when he said that we had become a gambling parlor maybe he's talking about the u.s more than the australian market but certainly this current volatility does uh, call into question market integrity and uh, certainly does put off a lot of investors from entering the market. So is this putting you off from entering the market, or is this actually calling the integrity of the market into question? Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. It's always a great group, great discussion group, 3,500 members helping members. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can listen to our morning meeting podcast, comes out around uh, lunchtime with our lunchtime email. The On The Desk podcast where the team in Melbourne put together a podcast, really interesting podcast every week of things that they find interesting and pertinent to the financial markets as they stand. And my On The Couch podcast, which I haven't done one since I did one with Gemma Dale, which was fantastic from NAB Trade. So I'd urge you to have a listen to that. And next week, I'm hoping to sit down with a gentleman by the name of James Hawkins, who is, uh, works for L1 Capital and runs their Catalyst Fund, and very successfully too. So I'm looking forward to uh, sitting down with James, hoping that my voice will improve considerably by the time I sit down with James. But that's it from me today. Hope today isn't too bad for you. May the trading gods go with you, and have a great weekend.